In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Part three, part three, and part three. Or should I say this is the finale? I think we need to have Sister Curry do a part four, but now we'll stick to part three. Um, She went in in part two. Uh, She talked about uh, her molestation and and all kind of stuff. Uh, Man, um, Sister Curry went through it all. Homosexuality, um, from being baptized into the Lord's church and from leaving God. So she was that prodigal child that left the church. And uh, she's going to go in more detail what happened on her walk with Christ. So uh, I hope you enjoy part three. It was a very encouraging part. Part one and part two was very um, encouraging to see how God could deliver somebody from those situations. Your thoughts, Adney? After listening to part two and her story, oh, man, Um, I was molested as a kid, but I never went through what she went through. And it really broke my heart. But to hear the journey that she went went on with Christ, getting into Christ, leaving Christ and coming back to Christ. I want our listeners to understand there is no place that you can go that God would not find you. There is no situation that you can be in that God cannot deliver you from. But you have to have the desire and the zeal to open your hand and release it all to Jesus. Allow him to take that that burden, that stronghold, that thing, that thorn that's in your flesh, that's holding you bound. Give it to him. Give it to him because his goal is not to hurt you. His goal is to save you. And that's the only thing I got from Sister Curry as she was sharing her testimony for part three is that she had to release everything to Jesus and let Jesus take over. And that's what what um, I really um, wanted to share about part three. It it, it touched me. And I want my, my, my brothers and sisters who are in the LGBTQIA community, please understand and know that God loves you. He loves the hair on your head, the nose on your face, the eyelashes. He loves everything about you. What separates you from our father in heaven is your sin. The decision that you have made 
to participate in a lifestyle that is not pleasing to him. That's it. That's the only thing separating you from you and your creator. And you know what's powerful, what you said? Um, and I know we're going to get into Sisters Curry's uh, story, testimony. Um, when you mentioned that she left the church, and I finally bought the book. It's called When, Shove, when the Shovel when the shovel Breaks. Um, I think it's by Sean Otts, uh, minister at Ju- Ju- Judicenia, Judicenia Church of Christ. And it's a, uh, let me just read something real quick in this book. It says, um, it is a true candid and a raw story about a Christian couple who falls away from the Lord, their faith and the Lord's church, returning to the world of sin far worse than before they were convert conversion before they got converted. In the process, they lose everything, including all hope that God can or will ever forgive them. So I think that's powerful. And that's kind of like what Sister Curry is about to share, how she got baptized and she was in the Lord's church. And then she just kind of like said, I don't want to have to deal with God anymore. She just completely like left. And I think that happens to people sometimes. They they get baptized and like they shoot God the peace sign. Remember, God never leaves us. We leave God. So um, we shoot God the peace sign. So it's very interesting that you mentioned it. And I thought I'd mention that uh, when shovel breaks. So if y'all want to check it out, y'all can check it out. When shovel breaks, it's going to bless your life. But yeah, y'all sit tight and listen to part three or the finale of Sisters Curry. Uh, story. Be blessed. God uh, loves the people, but hates the sin. And even as uh, children of God, like you alluded to, having the Holy Spirit, um, there's a difference between a sin and a struggle. Um, When I was in the world, I didn't struggle with anything. Mm -hmm. At least that's what I believe. I I drunk. um, I drank. I I drank to get drunk. (laughs) It wasn't a struggle. (laughs) It was was pleasure. One of my dear brothers would say, sin is pleasurable. That's why people like, they don't want to give their life to Christ. They're like, man, so I got to give up all of that. And that was one of my things um, before I became a Christian. Um, I was like, so God, you trying to tell me I can't do this, that, this, that, and that for the sake to follow you? And he's like, like they would say on TikTok, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I said, you know what? My soul is more important than this temporary life. But I want you to share and, and we're going to wrap it up soon. I want you to share the process of when you got saved. Because I know what happens when people get saved. You know, Jesus Christ, the Spirit led Jesus Christ in the wilderness. And Jesus got uh, tried and tempted on multiple occasions in the, in the wilderness. And I believe that's what happens to saints. I believe, yeah, when we uh, get baptized. Because you came from, like I, you mentioned this, um, suicide, uh, violated, and all kind of issues, homosexuality. So when you get saved, that means Satan is upset. So we can't, uh, of course, there's a spiritual realm. Satan is like, Jesus, you got one of my servants. So he's upset. So now you got the Holy Spirit. So did... I want you to walk us through that process. How did you get tried? Did Satan try to pull you back in? And I know you talked about that earlier because um, you talked about how you just start getting into stuff. But before you start getting to all the stuff that you went through, I want you to walk us through that process, like how Satan tried to get you back and take us all the way to the step where you did make that transition to become to man. So start from point A and go all the way to point Z. But you could keep it brief. It don't have to be long-winded because I, I really want people to have an understanding that even though you come from this place, 
don't think, yeah, you're saved, but Satan's still interested in getting you back. So I want you to walk us through point A to point Z, because now you're now you're fully delivered. God is God did something to you because you sound different. You sound different now in 2022. Didn't you sound in 2020, 12, like 2012, 2013, 2014? It's like you have evolved in some way. So it's like God did something to you now. So I want you to walk us back in retrospect when you got saved. How did Satan try to get you back and how did he get you? And how did God end up getting you back? <laughs> Walk us through that process briefly. Well, I would say in the beginning, I did go through a, a point of the wilderness. It's crazy because the Bible says um, once you, you know, those of your own household will become your enemies. So that's basically, you know, when you get first get baptized, that's what you deal with. And that's what happened to me. Um, and uh, when I walked in the home, sometimes it felt like the, the the apartment was turning and spinning and I would just see, saw everything spiritually. And it was like, you know, my brother being used as a vessel and my auntie being used as a vessel and my niece being used as a vessel. So it was like, what am I dealing with? And I remember Nick saying, you know, things are going to start happening once you get baptized. So I was like, all right, all right. So I'm dealing with that. All right. So everything that started happening, it, it man, it didn't last about a couple of weeks, I um I tried to move out. I tried to move out, and I was going from like from motel to motel, and you know, some days I didn't have anything to get a motel, and I was walking the streets with a suitcase. This is after being baptized because I didn't want to deal with what I was dealing with at the house because it was spiritual. So here I am, you know, walking the streets with the suitcase in the wilderness, you know, and now I look at it, I'm like, wow, I was really in the wilderness dealing with this. And, um, I've called a few people I knew they let me crash at the house for about a week or two. And then I finally went back to my aunt's house and I was, it was kind of like I was strengthened in, in a way. And then when I came back, I was able to deal with the spiritual things I was dealing with. So that's what happened to me in the beginning. And then, um, so with Satan trying to get me back, man, he's tried so many things. I, I dealt with a lot of ups and downs, even within the gospel, because uh, I struggled with marijuana a lot. So that's something I dealt with. Um, within those first three years, I dealt with that. And um, so with him trying to get me back, but it was like dealing with that is like, no, this is not what I I want to do, but that is what I do. And then it's like a war and it's like, you know what? Um, how about you just don't go to church this Sunday? And I say, no, nah, I'm getting up and I'm going, you know, and those, those, and during those times, I can't do anything um, for ministry. I can't do anything for the Lord. It's just me dragging. And, and it's like, you know, it's spiritual. It's like, it's like. Satan just came and put a heavy uh, spirit on me. And he is just laying on top of me. And it's like, it's, it has me dragging. And it's like, I'm dealing with this stuff until I pray, you know, I fast. And then now I'm like revived. And then you know the difference because you're up and you're running for the Lord and stuff like that. And then when it's that time, it's like you're dragging and you're dealing with this flesh and this war. Now it's like, all right, I got to take a step back and I have to deal with this spiritually. So that's where, but Satan saw that that wasn't like a, that was a struggle, but he said, that's not enough. 
you know, he's like, you dealing with this marriage, that's, that's, that's not enough. Um, I got to do something more because you, you, you doing too much for the, <laughs> for your father. You, you, you move, you still moving. You're not letting this get to you. So, um, what, what year this had to be? 2015 before I went to the military. Um, after I moved out of Nick house, cause I was homeless for a little and, um, Sister Trinique and brother Nick moved me in for for a couple months, and I finally finalized. I was going to the military and whatnot. But a couple months after, um, I really don't know what changed. You know, I was in the ministry. I do say that the ministry that I was doing with Sister Wanda has slowed down a lot. I wasn't like we weren't out knocking on doors. We weren't out doing what we used to do in downtown Miami. So ministry has slowed down a lot. And, um, and I I don't know what, I don't know really, I can't really tell you how I put my guard down. I don't know when it happened, how it happened. It was innocent. It was, everything was innocent on my part and I didn't see it. You know, you never see when anything's coming and when it, when it happened, it was like, oh man, you know, it's kind of like when, you know, with Adam and Eve in the app, um, in the garden and then when they finally ate it and it was good and it seemed good to them so that's what happened and and it was like you know the lord still loves you and i said yeah i know the lord still loves me but it was like um being who you are being who you like to be and it was like uh you know it's like that was like uh that don't that's confusing i don't, that don't sound right but and then quickly within a couple months i was gone Dealing with that, you know, that spiritual warfare. But while I, in the beginning of me being gone, it wasn't like I wasn't dealing with it. It was like it was gone. I thought it was gone until a couple months later. It was like, oh, you're still here. You know, I'm still dealing with this. So now I'm away from the church. I tried to, um, I did visit a, a Church of Christ in Texas. So it's like now I'm away from the church and I'm away from home. I'm looking at it on, on via online, but it's not the same and um and i'm I, I left home dealing with this but it's like you know a war again it's like yeah. I, I i came short and it's like but i i shook it off i'm like oh i'm not dealing with this no more you know so um i'm like but how could i find myself in a situation like that and i was good you know i'm like the lord i was moved away from it and i was like i didn't think that that would happen you know what i mean but Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for making it midway through this episode. We want to take a moment to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been supporting our show. Your encouragement and positive feedback mean the world to us. We want to continue to bring you inspiring and thought-provoking content each week, and that's where we need your help. We kindly ask you to support our podcast by clicking on the link provided in the description below. Your support will enable us to grow, reach a wider audience, and continue to produce the quality content you enjoy. We truly appreciate your support and value your contribution to the Call by God podcast. Together, let's inspire and uplift others in their faith journey. Thank you once again for your continued support, and we look forward to bringing you more enlightening episodes in the future. God bless. I look and I had to take a step back and I said, I look at it no different as me dealing with it as fornication. 
So I had to equal, I had because all sin are equal. So I had to look at it like that because if I had let Satan bring me down to the point to say like, the Lord would never forgive you for this. You went back to the the old, old you. And like, yeah. you know, you you even let me put hormones in your body and cut off your boobs and stuff like that. If I had let that set in and to say like, ah, you know what? Christ don't want to have nothing to do with me. I would still be right where I was in my mess. So thanks be to God and his word and even um, the scriptures and even his revelation and prayer and fasting that I came to the realization and I said, I can't do this alone. Um, I'm dealing with something bigger than me and you're bigger than it. So <laughs> I need you, Father. I need you, God. I can't, I can't fight evil with evil. I can't fight darkness with darkness. That's dysfunctional. I don't know how people with black magic and stuff do it, but I can't do it. So I got to go to my father. I got to go back to my father's house. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That was me in 2019 when I got out of the military. It took a couple months eventually, and then I was right in, in the, um, at, at the worship center, and I started going back to church. And I mean, I was more than happy. It's like I'm thankful. I'm always thankful. I'm always thankful, but I'm just thankful because I'm like, it's hard getting out the world. It's hard denying yourself. It's hard to say no to something that you're used to or something that feels good. And so it's hard. But then to say like, well, I'm with Christ and Christ is with me. And I, you know what Christ is saying? No, I'm going to say no too. He's my master. So he wants me to say no. So I'll say no. You get what I'm trying to say? But there is, just like Paul says, there is a battle. You will sometimes encounter things or do things that you ought not to do, but you do them, but don't sit there don't stay there it's like prayer fasting works and reaching out works too because if i never reached out to brother nick i would never had that memory to say i reached i told i opened up to nick about my sexuality and he told me no you know what i'm saying so it was the lord saying like hey um daughter that's not what i want you to do that's not what i have for you but um, i'm sending your brother to give you a word you called him so you're not going to listen to him. So I got I to gotta turn some things in your life and I got to twist some things because it's something else I need you to do. There's another route. There's people you have to speak to. There's a testimony that is placed in your life that it has to, um, it's going to help someone else. So you have to be in position. I heard you say that earlier. So you have to be in position to do these things. But if you're not in position, um, you cannot be used. So the good work that Christ has placed in us, he will complete it. And it don't matter. We cannot stand in the way. Satan can't stand in the way. Devil can't stand in the way. Nobody can stand in the way. He That good work he completed in us, he will complete it. Yeah, twisting the arm and everything. So <laughs> This discussion has been a blessing to me, and I'm sure it has been a blessing to Adney. I hope, trust, and pray that God use your mouthpiece to share your story to the world. Because everything makes sense to me. Everything you went through is really for God's glory. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I think Adney said it earlier, God is raising up an army mm -hmm. of people that could stand boldly for his word. Mm -hmm. And there's one thing that you said, you said, like, you know what? I'm not focused on the relationship. I'm just focused on Christ. Mm -hmm. So people that focus on Christ, they focus on um, saving souls. Right. They, they, they're interested in spiritual things. So I know that God is going to use you. In, in a mighty way. And I could see the difference in you. And I want people to understand that being a Christian, you're not going to be perfect. 
If the devil thinks that the devil may say, hey, you know, you know, you got to become a Christian. You got to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect. We're all fallible. We all capable of making mistakes. Right. Mm-hmm. So but we are perfected in Jesus Christ. You know, once we are baptized and we are gifted with the Holy Spirit and God, all, God calls his children to be faithful unto death, but not perfect. One thing that the Lord has placed on my heart, um, my dear sister said it, the church is a hospital. Hospital has nurses, surgeons, CNAs, doctors, and we are some of those people. I'm going to challenge us as children of God to embrace the mindset that Christ had, and that is to be about our father's business. Why am I saying that? We are in a world that is being bombarded by the spirit of hate, by the spirit of homosexuality, by the spirit of molesting little children. And we, the body of Christ, the children of God, it is time for us to stand up to fight this battle. We are soldiers in his army. And if we don't recognize that, if we're showing people hate, why would they want to be a part of such an amazing family like the family of God. It is time for us to embody the heart of Christ. Our homosexual brothers and sisters, our drug addict brothers and sisters, the prostituting brothers and sisters, they need us. And they need us in a way to show them the love of Christ. Jesus sat at a well waiting for a woman who was ostracized by everyone and he embraced her jesus touched lepers people who were ostracized he loves us and we are to give that love back to others so i am saying this with love and courage it is time for us to really deny who we are and embrace the spirit of god that dwells in us because it's time for us to stand up for our father and cleanse and do those things that he has called us and placed us on this earth to do. Amen. So before we close, uh, Sister Curry, um, we're going to close out, but I want you to share with the world, and and I'm sure a powerful sister like you, uh, what is your passions now? Like, what are you interested in? Because if someone is listening to this podcast, they might hear this story, they might be blown away. It might say, I could use her in my ministry or she could do something for me. So what share with the world what's what's your passion? What what now? What what do what what do you want to do moving forward with the ministry that God has placed in you? Um my passions primarily is ministry. I know if I um put all my energy to my, the whole hundred percent which God has placed in me, the Lord has placed in me, um I won't have time and I won't give way to the world or anything that's going on in the world. I don't even have social media anymore. Um, But that's just me dealing with um, my spirituality right now. To um, just focus on ministry and to really quiet everything else out so that I won't miss. Like, I don't want to miss anything for right now. For right now, I just want to focus and keep my ears clear of anything that the Lord may want me to do and strengthen me um, as well um, as I'm being restored um, because I have been reconciled with Christ and Amen. I'm thankful um, that I am restored and um, I'm thankful that Christ has all, all, all power 
over our enemy, um, the devil and Satan. Um, but just uh, wholeheartedly, um, a ministry of through the homosexual um, community, um, a ministry with those um, struggling with fornication, because I've struggled with that as a Christian. Um, those struggling with uh, marijuana, you know, those struggling with listening to music, which opens other doors. Um, but so a ministry with, uh, you know, those who are in the streets. Yeah. Families. Yeah. I mean, man, before I went to the military, we, I came in in, in contact with a, a father with twin boys. Right. Downtown Miami going with the Hope for Church of Christ. And I said, I asked the father, I said, where's the mother? He says, she's not here. And I said, well, the boys were at least seven to eight years old. And I said, how do they get to school? Like, this is the type of ministry that really touches my heart. And I'm like, you know, Christ is with these kids. Christ loves, he loves children. And he's with the father too, because the father has to bear all this burden. And I'm like, you know, people pass by these kids and these children, these families every day. And I'm like, man, you know, the Lord is going to bless this family. He's going to bless this father and these two kids. And I'm pretty sure by now they're probably in their teenage years because that was about five years ago. So I know that the Lord has moved in their lives and they're, they've moved on from downtown Miami. But that's that's where the Lord has placed my heart is to help the homeless. Amen. Help those who dealt with the things I dealt with and to help each other because I'm not strength. You know, I'm not there. But um, for us to strengthen each other as yeah. brothers and sisters in Christ. And the Lord loves to answer prayer through fasting and praying and so forth. So that's where it is. Amen, amen, world. So there you have it, Sister Curry, powerful testimony. I'm looking forward to see what God is about to do with her. But remember that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and he's the Lord of lords. Be blessed. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.